0: We, uh, let you If you're sitting in a group of friends and one person starts to stay a story and then someone else in the group starts a conversation with the person next to them and then somehow that conversation becomes the center but that other person is still talking. I feel like we're the type of friends that keep eye contact with the first person and then it's just you and that other person talking.
1: Everybody, welcome back to Almost Cool. It's your boy Jordan over here, and if I'm not mistaken, far out into the distance, uh, I think that's Marty right over there.
2: I'm over here, I swear. Oh, I'm damn. over here. <laughs> I'm over here. What's going on?
1: Buddy? Oh man, nothing much, homie. Nothing much. Had a had a long week, um, mm-hmm. long couple weeks, honestly. Um, it was my birthday this past What's Saturday. It? Hell yeah! Oh boy. It's kind of, it was, it was kind of bittersweet, my birthday, exactly, um, where everybody I work with was out of town, and so I couldn't get off for my birthday, I ended up having to work a double on my
0: birthday. (laughs) Oh no, (laughs) are you serious?
1: (laughs) Yeah, for real, and honestly, I was kind of, I was kind of pissed off about it for the first, you know, leading up to it, and like my, my manager, young homie Peter, love him, Um, he tried his best to, to work some things around to naturally. Yeah. He's like, listen, man, like, like, I can't get you off for your birthday. Um, but I was able to get Sunday off for you completely. Um, so you don't have to come in you can be hung over in peace. I was like, Oh hell yeah, man. Anyway. Um, but my, like everybody I worked with was really cool about it and they ended up letting me leave. During the morning for a couple hours in between shifts, just so I can go hang out with the dog and do a couple things, oh, like nice. go grab some lunch for myself and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they all kind of pulled a little extra. Yeah, a little um, midday
0: siesta. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then that night, whoo, boy, I got hammered at work. <laughs> I tell you, I don't know how I was walking around serving table. I don't know, man, but I was. <laughs> Dude, every table is, like, buying me drinks. Like, my <laughs> managers were shoving shots down my throat. Of course. My fucking friends were coming in, like, literally just to drop in and then buy me a shot and then leave. And leave. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God.
0: But that happens, like, four times. And then on the table, <laughs> and in <then> it. <laughs>
1: Holy it's shit. Fucking hilarious, man. But, like, they, we have this one regular Rami who is, like, Really awesome guy. Like, I've never seen a more good-looking, just down-to-earth fella. Nice. This is a cool name. <laughs> Than Rami. Like, I fucking love him. He comes in, like, literally five times a week. Like, we... <laughs> he would get the same thing every time he came in. It was just, like, a salad, like, these um, carrots with pesto, and then, like, the fish that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, literally every day for, I think, like, two straight months. Um... Anyway, so, like, we ended up, like, changing the menu, and we no longer have the fish on the menu anymore. Only for Rami. Like, we keep fish in the fucking fridge and prepped. It's <laughs> solely for when Rami comes in
0: the That village. is special care, man.
1: That's awesome. Dude. I was talking to Peter. I was like, hey, Rami's here. I was wondering if we had any fish. He's like, yeah. If Rami's here, we're going to have fish. Like, Peter literally, we didn't have any fish in house. He literally went to the market. Like, on a fucking on a motorcycle just to go buy a couple of fish so Rami can eat his fish. Oh,
0: my hand. gosh, dude. <laughs> he's like,
1: anybody that comes in this often and spends this much money and is this cool to everybody, yeah, he's getting what he wants. Like, no doubt about it. See, <laughs> it's,
0: it's the, the secret man. sauce. We've been talking about it for so long. All it is is just <laughs> being so nonchalant, it hurts people. <laughs> like, how? How?
1: For real. For real. <laughs> But yeah, he came in and he's just like, he bought me around, he like, one of my co-workers like pinned like a little thing of money on my shoulder, you know, and like all these tables are just throwing fucking money at me. Oh, yeah, they
0: um,
1: are. <laughs> and Rami comes in, takes a shot with me, and then fucking, or he buys me a shot, he doesn't drink, I don't think. Um, but yeah, he's like, he saw how just belligerent I was. <laughs> and then he came in the next day,
2: or the next time I
1: saw him a couple days later, he's like, dude. How did you manage us? <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I don't know, but we made it through. And then I ended up staying out. We were supposed to record on Sunday, but I ended up staying out till 7 o'clock in the yeah, fucking
0: morning. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope you enjoyed it. Like. <laughs> oh,
1: man, dude. And uh, me and my friend Kenny Allison and my old roommate, AJ, we were out and about just being stupid. Um, had some like delicious crawfish at 4 a.m. There's, like, this one bar in the quarter. It's called the Three-Legged Dog. Uh, it's, like, the service industry bar in the French yep. Quarter. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody there is so cool, and they usually have crawfish, like, most nights of the week during the crawfish season. Bro, we put down, like, I think eight pounds of crawfish. Hell, yeah. Us, which isn't, like, a lot in the grand scheme it's, of things. It's but, not,
0: but it's, it is. But, like...
1: <laughs> destroyed it in a matter of like fifteen fucking minutes. Like the table just went dead quiet. <laughs> Y'all yeah, get the free like the free t-shirt because you ate them so fast. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man, like I fucking we Allison's like, hey Jordan, we gotta go home. I said, okay. And so we ended up going. Uh I threw up a lot, like oh man I, sorry, but <laughs> I was hammered. I was very full. I, like, yep. crawled into bed. I woke up at 12 for an hour, and then I went back to sleep, and I woke up at, like, 5.30. Yeah. And I was woken up to my manager calling me. Uh, Ray was calling me up. He's like, hey, man, uh, just letting you know, uh, so-and-so never picked up your shift, so you have to come in tonight. You know, he's just, like, fucking with me. Oh, my and, God. And, like, <laughs> I know for a fact that, that he that's not true. I was like, oh. Like, just half asleep, completely dead. Just, like. Oh, man, that's unfortunate.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll be there when I can. And, like, I hung up the phone, and I didn't move for 10 minutes. And then I get a second call. i be like, I'm just fucking with you. I was like, yeah, I know. I didn't get out of bed, man. I'm still fucking here. (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: If you would have got your ass up and rolled your and rolled your body through that window, uh, door, I would <laughs> have I personally drove to New Orleans and grabbed you and put you back in bed too. <laughs> oh man,
1: dude. I went up to the next one. I was like, dude, there was no chance I could work this. <laughs> I'll be there when I can. <laughs> Shows up next week. <laughs> I'll Show up next week. I'll be there when I can. My next scheduled shit. Um, no man, it was uh, it was great. I had a really good time honestly, like, I don't love my birthday all that much, um, uh, makes me, you know, kind of puts me in my feelings, uh, I think I talked about this once before, but it's, like, right after, um, the anniversary of my friend Michael Penn's death, so it kind of puts me in this weird mood, like, all month, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just thankful for the people that, you know, gave me some love, showed me some love, Allison, like, went above and beyond with, amazing gifts and just being a sweetheart and just being great like she got me this leather jacket i've been wanting for years and it looks she got nice me, dude it's so nice um so nice she got me this really great pair of boots and uh she got me the bike from the iron giant like hogarth Hughes' a little fucking little radio flyer <laughs> yes. bike which i need to put together i might do that um tomorrow night um yeah i'm really excited about it but hell yeah that's anyway,
0: project to work on. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good.
1: It's going to be a fun weekend. I managed to finagle my way off this weekend because I've just been working so much these last two weeks that yeah, cool. literally I've had like two days off. And so yeah. um, <laughs> I work tomorrow morning and that's it for the next like three days. So pretty pumped about that. Um, oh,
0: yeah. A little staycation. Oh, yeah. Get a little little hangout. Go to the pool, man. Just like, go swimming. or something.
1: It's hot as fuck. Yeah. I got some friends with a pool
0: I might go over. I know. I, I'm thinking about <laughs> just going down the road to, uh, there's this hotel like in Center City, Philly, that has a pool on their rooftop. I was thinking just mm-hmm. for a weekend, go Friday and Saturday night, just get a room so I can hang out at the pool all weekend. <laughs> just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, a little staycation and I'm like 10 blocks from my home. <laughs> for real. <laughs> you know, but I need to, yeah, I need to get out and do something. Summer's on the rise, man. You know? for real
1: but anyway um uh before we forget because we always forget um please like and subscribe and share the podcast out to some fellas and some some ladies dude all of the close people around ya let them know you love them let them know you care about their well being And be like who else to tell you how to feel better than two white guys on a podcast <laughs> I don't know man couldn't agree more couldn't agree more dude um <laughs> So rare.
0: Uh, <laughs> we're an anomaly. We're doing something different. Yeah, we're like
1: we're breaking the mold here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be really great. Um, yeah, honestly, wherever you listen to Spotify, iHeartRadio, you know, save us, get us in your feed. We'll be here as much as we possibly can. We try to be every week, but you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Um, but yeah, without further ado, Marty, intro us into the podcast, but what are we talking about today? Dude,
0: yeah, I was thinking, uh, we're talking about all of these birthdays, and you you just mentioned you hate you know your birthday for, for specific reasons, and and I think a lot of people are in that boat. I'm in the same way. I think I feel weird about birthdays, but it got me thinking, man, Like like how some people are so against their birthday. And then how some people are just the total opposite. They'll, like, let you know about their birthday the day after for, like, a year after they just had one. They're like, all right, like, you know, 244 more days. And you're like, oh, my. God. Okay, I can't. <laughs> I can't right now. <laughs> Stop. And uh, and I'm just like, dude, like, you're always just, like, seeking this validation up until this point. Not, And I don't look at it that way, you know, but I was just thinking how some people are just so – they love that attention and a special day for just them, like their birthday, Uh, makes them feel so special and so loved. And then it's so funny how, you know, someone like us can feel the total opposite where almost being alone on your birthday or just having the one or two or three people that you care most about you, like close to you and just hanging out and being grateful and thankful can also be the greatest experience in the world for us. And it's like yeah. shutting yourself away as almost your best birthday present. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like curious because I know you, You, I want you to want people to know why, like it's actually, like why we feel like that attention seeking for our birthday specifically isn't what we're drawn to. I don't know. I feel like. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I, man.
0: <laughs> I've never been about it. I don't understand what, what's so great about your, your birthday especially maybe after like 21 what, what what's that after
1: that like what <laughs> why is it a big deal i don't <laughs> come back at 30 let's, let's come back at 30 you that's can have that.
0: benchmark birthdays that's different 30 40 yeah. 50 the benchmark birthdays are different <laughs> but like what's the difference between 26 and
2: 27 like,
0: i don't
1: get it <laughs> dude i can actually so i figured this out um a couple years ago um I've been holding why Damn. why i hate this is specifically for me why i don't <laughs> like my birthday much oh okay so okay. like i like like i said a little bit ago like my birthday kind of makes me sad but that's that's i've never really been a fan right um my uh <laughs> i distinctly remember. i always i always wondered why i didn't like birthday parties and i didn't like people making such a big deal about it Mm-hmm. but in my formative years, boy, I tracked it down and I replayed a memory in my brain that I hadn't thought about because I shut it out. Um <laughs> oh resurface. So my birthday is May 28th, and in Louisiana, at least when I was like in grade school, that's when school was like, cutting out. It was like May 27th or some shit.
0: Okay, like the last day of school, gotcha.
1: Or even a little bit earlier than that. It was like the... May twenty, yeah. We I don't know. School's down here. It gets wonky. We'll have a hurricane every year, and then they'll push us back like <laughs> a month and a half. Um, so one one year you get out on May twenty first, the next year you get out on July second. Like it's for real. <laughs>
2: <That's> insane. <laughs> it's
1: wild. I think my little brother's birthday or birthday. Little brother's their last day of school is like next week or some shit. Um, anyway, so. I remember being in kindergarten, and my parents are going to throw me, like, my first, like, birthday party, like, big birthday party, like, inviting my school friends. Because, mm-hmm. you oh, know, I never had a school <laughs> friends before. it's <before laughs> kindergarten. Um, and I remember I got a pack of Scooby-Doo birthday invitations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I was one of the only kids to go into school on, like, the last day of school. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm five years old, about okay. to turn six. Okay. Uh, but like, <laughs> I'm five years old, and I'm not thinking about. It. I'm not thinking into the future. I'm thinking we have to be at school tomorrow. Yeah. Like, and so <laughs> like I everyone's invita- gonna be there. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah, I put these Scooby Doo birthday party invitations in everybody's cubby in the in the classroom, <laughs> not knowing that they will never get it. <laughs> Not knowing that they won't be there to get them out of the cubbies the next day. And the poor janitor is probably laughing his ass off. The only day... Or crying. Can... <laughs> That's only... why he came. <laughs>
0: it's the only day you can hate the messenger, right? <laughs>
2: but man...
1: Dude, for real, like I remember we went to this park um, next to the river. And it was like me, my brother, my cousins... Um, and like my family and stuff, and I was—I remember getting really sad because it started getting late, and none of my friends from school showed up. And I was just like, "What happened?" And like, I never said anything about it, <laughs> like to my parents or anything. But like,
2: what? Oh, dude,
1: I think that like that is like one of the main reasons why I always hated having birthday parties.
0: <laughs> no one came to your first birthday party. <laughs> They didn't get the invite. Because so- No. <laughs> oh, that is so sad.
1: <laughs> Bruh. Dude, it was rough, man. And, like, I remember, like, the years following, like, my parents were like, oh, do you want to have a birthday party? And I was like, no, 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 Jeez. no <laughs> birthday for me. Like, I want to hang out with my older brother, who did not want to hang out with me because he's five years older than me. Birthday parties were lame.
0: Oh my god. But gosh, no, yeah, dude. yeah. Once I got to <laughs> high
1: school it was a little bit different. Um I was able to like you know, Kenny obviously every year. Um from that point on just a couple friends, that's all I really wanted to do. I just wanted to hang out, go drive around somewhere, you know. Yep. Act a fool as a fifteen year old kid would do. Um and I didn't ha- I remember I like didn't have another birthday party until I turned twenty. Mhm. And I had so much fun because all my friends came. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa.
2: <laughs> this is wild." <laughs> uh,
0: that is so uh, funny, man. I I, I will say I, I had a I had a birthday party growing up. I mean, all, all these kids just came and hung out. But I, I was never a birthday party kid. Um, I remember my parents kind of felt bad because I was growing up when I was, or I guess, still now. But uh, my birthday is always the week of Thanksgiving. Um, it's either like the day before the day after or the Saturday right after, you know, and and so it's, or sometimes it's been on Thanksgiving like three or four times. Um, and I have the pleasure of when I was younger, it sucked because I wanted all my friends to come on my birthday, but everyone's visiting family and going off and doing things. So I never had birthday parties. Um, and then, uh, you know, I got, I got one, like two weeks, like two weeks after your birthday, I think I was like 10 or 11. My mom I invited all my friends over. We just hung out, um, had a little birthday party. But it didn't feel right, you know what I mean? It yeah. already, like, came and passed, and I was like... It's like, is... I'm seasoned 11 yeah, years like, old. This, yeah. I, I'm, like, 11 in two weeks, Mom. Like, <laughs> I'm in it. Um, that ain't and, right. <laughs> but, uh, you yeah, know, as I got older, like, high school and college, I started to realize, like, the pressure of having your birthday. Like, I'm someone who... I don't think about my birthday as an event, so until... You have that one person who is like, "All right, man, you have your birthday coming up. What are you doing?" I don't think about it until that moment. And I go, "Oh, you're fucking right." Like, I I'm I thought it like, "What am I doing?" I don't really know. But the older I got, it is the more appreciative I've got. I got. I got I got for my birthday falling where it is because I'm like, "Oh, I'll be I'll be traveling. I'll be going to see my family on Thanksgiving. You know, we'll all be together." And now it's my <laughs> excuse. It's not like anyway. I <laughs> just like use that in my repertoire. So, I really never had, you know, had to like have some grand gestures of going out and getting drinks and and making it a celebration. Everyone like, you know, acknowledges it. You know, they're like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. I never have to like really plan it.
1: (laughs) See, I always loved going to birthdays. I always loved going to birthday parties. Um, I agree. But like, I don't even, like, I went to, I had, I'm a party am. (laughs) Um, One of my friends, uh, she had a birthday. A month or like two ago now. Um, and she had like this big old, oh God, burped when I was trying to say birthday bash. I almost <laughs> said birthday bath. Um, but I had this big old birthday bash at her fucking house. And like, it was so much fun. I had such a great time. And then, she, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, Jordan, is it your birthday next month? I said, yeah. I like, what do you want to do? What are you planning? I was like, I don't, nothing. I'm like, nothing. Come out for drinks with me. <laughs> like, that's all I want to do, really. I just want to. Yep. hang out with a few people and go from there allison i am uh she's made it very clear she wants a hot dog birthday party for her birthday so we're just gonna have. (laughs) hell yeah dude we're gonna have so many glizzies on the table
0: (laughs) oh yeah you know Um, nathan's weenie's gonna be there
1: (laughs) 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 oh my god Bros and brats, baby. We're fucking doing it. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's, that's actually a great birthday party idea. My friend, Madeline, my friend Madeline, she texted me the other day and was just like, hey, when is Allison's hot dog birthday party? Because I have a feeling that's going to be a life-changing event for
0: me. <laughs> her feeling is correct,
1: man. I have a Her hunch. feeling is correct. Dude. But now Allison, she loves her birthday. It's like a big deal for her. And you know what? Rightfully so. Like every pretty much every year that we've been... You know, friends, honestly, I think I've been a part of planning her birthday for her, or at least, you know, trying to. And um, she always tries to make it a, not tries to make it a big deal, but she's just like, oh man, she's not one of those people that like, you know, it's my birthday month, baby. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, it's all about me. No, no. That ain't real. Your mom didn't go through labor for like, what, 30 straight days? Yeah. No. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Which I also brought up the point why are we celebrating my birthday when I did not birth? <laughs> I was born.
0: You were born. Yeah. You but mom be... gave birth. It's true. She went through the, the heartache or the. Dude, she went through she went the through that. ache. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a good way to, a simple way to put it. But yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Happy Born Day. Happy You Got Here Day. Is what it should be called, but hey, whatever, um, but no, like uh now Allison, she gets super excited for her birthday, and she's just like, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. want anything to happen, no early gifts, no nothing until yeah. like day of um she just wants maximum birthday fun, yeah, but she
0: yeah, she seems like one of those people that wouldn't like okay, there's like I feel like there's that two there are two types there's more than two types, but in my mind right now, there's two. The people that make their birthday so significant, but for the for the motive of just having all of their friends around and having mm-hmm. good times and like, and then there's people who are like egocentric who their birthday is literally about them. They're like, no, everyone's gonna do what I want to do. Everyone's gonna like, it's my party. I can. Cry it's as my I want party. To. I'm gonna do what I want. And I, w- I wouldn't say bratty, yeah. but I imagine like the stereotypical like you
1: know, birthday Zilla of just like,
0: nothing's going my way. And
1: like, <laughs> being so Dude, ugly. you're not wrong. I do know some people like that, and it is annoying. It's very annoying to where it's like, yeah, I get it. You know, your birthday's in two weeks. Like, Why are we fucking, why are you wearing a tiara every fucking day?
2: Um, <laughs> up until.
1: Yeah, that sounded personal. <laughs> I don't get it. Um. <laughs> it's like save the fun dude like I can only what you want me to go what you want me to do go on a week-long binge no man I'm not going on a fucking bender right now dude I'm not doing it like
0: (laughs) no I mean you're hyping yourself up for like all week and then you get to the event and your party's just like an okay party and then you're bummed (laughs) like
1: and then you're bummed exactly that's how I felt it like people that treat their birthdays um, as a month-long experience is how I feel about In-N-Out Burger. I've heard nothing but great things about it, but when it finally came around, I was so utterly disappointed. <laughs> You're like, this is fast food. You're right. I said, this is it. This is what. This is what all the hubbub's about. <laughs> Could you imagine going to someone's party and critiquing it the whole time? <laughs> wow, you only got forty feet of streamers. Jesus, wow. Grace, only God. one type of fruit punch. Mm. Um, <laughs> dude, how was it? I what was it. Um, how it? A couple years ago. Um, it was like the first birthday, first my birthday that we celebrated as a couple. And bro, this girl made three separate cakes for me and she like had this really great bit where she brought in like Kenny and her friend Courtney to bring out the cakes one by fucking one and had everybody sing happy birthday to me over and over again <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> which made me very uncomfortable because one I hate acapella yes, two sir. <laughs> I hate being the center of an acapella song <laughs> and so like Courtney's walking out with this fucking cake, or with these fucking cupcakes, I'm like, and she starts singing happy birthday and everyone joins on. I was like, hey, where's Kenny and Allison? Like, where, where are these where are the two people? I only wanted to be here. Where are they? And uh, <laughs> And then, you know, I get these cupcakes and then Kenny walks out with a fucking pie. And he's just like, Happy birthday. And I was like, where's Alice? And then she comes out with this giant-ass fucking German chocolate cake. I was like, oh, my God. Everyone is also sick and tired of the bit, but I I appreciated it. And <laughs> I loved it because I was like, all right, now everyone else is uncomfortable. Hell, yeah, brother. Like, <laughs> like you're in the stew with me, buddy.
0: It's <laughs> almost as awkward for the person getting sung to as it is to sing it for people. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: Dude, whenever I like have a, a table and it's one of their birthdays and uh, I bring out like a little birthday dessert for them, they're like, oh, are you going to sing? I was like, absolutely not. I'm not trying to put either one of us through that. <laughs> and they're always like, thank you so much. <laughs> i imagine you slapping it down just being like here you go (laughs) oh no sometimes i will if i know this is a birthday song singing crowd like i'll just be like oh happy birth and then i just walk off
0: (laughs) and then it just the rest takes place (laughs) i'll
1: start it and they'll all sing off key together that's That's, fine with me that's beautiful what a beautiful thought Ah man it's a good way to just be like yeah i was a part of it And then I dipped out as soon as possible. Absolutely. Um, I
0: think that's the best way to be the center of attention. Just get, like, the moment. Like, the literal moment. Give me
1: the the two seconds of fame.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you get, like, fuck the 15 minutes. Give me two seconds. I just need everyone make eye contact for two
1: seconds, and then I'm out. I'm good. I want want the social spotlight to shine on me, and then the spotlight operator said, oh, whoops, wrong person. And then... (laughs) exactly exactly i want to be accidentally in the middle of it exactly i hate
0: i don't know what it is i i used to love it i thought it was like a part of my personality was to somewhat be the center of attention granted there was some faults to that i was probably annoying to a lot of people i get it Mm -hmm. but just like that's annoying to me sometimes um but I, I, I feel like I was, like, the center of attention the way Jackass was on the center of attention. It was like, hey, yo, Martin's on the roof about to jump off, and he's got two inches of water in this baby pool. Like, he's going to do it. Like, that, that kind of center of attention where it wasn't, like... It's
1: full of rusty nails. <laughs> oh my God.
0: I never I never wanted to be the guy... Uh, and, and I know we're talking on a podcast right now about this stuff, but, like... You know the person who, like, always wanted to talk and had something to say? I was never that guy. I, I contributed, but I never thought I was the senior, center of attention in conversation. I felt like I was a really good, like, highlighter. Like, being like, that was really funny and, like, you know, like, I don't know. like Yeah. I was more interested in what people were talking about than sharing what I had in my head. So I would always be, like, oh, I, I think I, the way I'm the center of attention is, like, being the
1: most engaged with you, you,
0: you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm that yeah, guy. That's, a,
1: that's a fucking great way to put it, man. Cause you I've know? always wondered, I feel the same way. Like I, and I'll get to another, like another thing, another thing of my own psyche that I've been trying to deal with. Um, but like, I, I hate being like, cause that's how I was as a kid. I wanted to do, I felt like I, I lacked attention at home because I was like one of four kids, you know, and Mm -hmm. there's big age differences between us. I had hardcore middle child syndrome, um, where my older brother, you know, he was just going off to war, and my younger brothers were still little babies, and like, so all the attention had to be on them, and all the worry had to be on them. And so I didn't, my dad was, you know, he had this job where he was gone two weeks at a time, and then he'd be back for a week, and then he'd be gone two weeks. Uh, And my mom was always at work, too. So, like, I felt like I wasn't getting that attention from home, so whenever I'd go to my friend's house, I would always try and be the crazy one, you know, I'd be the fucking wild (laughs) card. Talking about Martin, like, jumping off the roof into a two-inch kiddie pool, yeah, guess what, bud, me too. Literally, I think there's (laughs) video evidence of that somewhere. But, like... Like all my friends down the street, oh, Hooter's so crazy. Oh, Hooter will do anything if you dare him to, which I did. <laughs> yep. And it was, dude, I remember getting like my first concussion because my stupid ass friends, love you, Hunter, they dared me to jump off the, the clubhouse roof, which was like <laughs> a story high, on a rope swing and then let go at the highest point. And then, like I fucking like I let go, and I hit the ground, and my knee goes straight into my forehead, and then I kind of blacked out for a second, and then I woke <laughs> up. So ooh. that was like the end of all that nonsense. Um, oh
2: my I, god. I've had,
1: I've had two for sure concussions in my life. That I'm sure there are more. Um, oh but, my god, dude, like. That, I always felt like I had to be that crazy kid, and then once I gave that up, I always thought I had to be the funny one. And yes. so, like... Yes. And I I sometimes, like, whenever I'm in, like, whenever I have those, like, you know, fireside chats with my good buddies at 2 a.m., you know, mm-hmm. um, and things are starting to get a little deep, I'll be like, you know, guys, like, I fucking... I feel like I have this insatiable need to be funny, uh, because that's the only way I know how to be liked. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know what's up with that. I, you know, I don't know what's going on. And I catch myself all the time like making jokes and just trying to force out as many like jokes as fucking possible yep just so other people will like me <laughs> you know it's well, I'm just like i go way, man. rapid fucking fire dude i'm talking
2: <laughs> just boom 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 Same <laughs> <where> <laughs> <I remember laughs> absolutely jesus below.
1: christ every punchline you are getting knocked the fuck out with yeah. funny like <laughs>
0: <laughs> trying to at least oh <laughs> uh, no I'm, oh no i'm, I'm funny but <laughs> that's that's like, <laughs> <laughs> There's no question. There's no. Question. <laughs> There's no question. Yeah, I'm the funniest uh, person. No,
1: <laughs> no, no, I
0: did the same way. I, I would, I would belittle situations or, uh, you know, I before I got really into thinking about mental health and like kind of being aware that uh, I need to think about this stuff a little bit more. Yeah, being, a, being. A, ooh, 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 Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, all right, uh, <laughs> I was saying that like the the we were like you know when you're you're talking to people. I'm always trying to bombard people with jokes, and I think it was, I I think I have a problem because anytime I went home and I'm talking with my mom and dad and my brother and sister, I know it sounds crazy, but I've lived within my like up you know 18 years of my life. I know, I know their buttons, and I know just the thing to say and I, I think i'm quick-witted enough around them to where i feel like my family thinks i'm like one of the funniest people in the world dude <laughs> and i'm like you guys just set yourselves up for me to succeed all the time it's not really me it's like i feel like anyone can thrive <laughs> they're witty and uh for real but like you know like that mentality i mean, i i feel like i'm still that way and i and i try you know i, I I don't pride myself in that way, but I definitely just like to joke around my family. Um, But, uh, like, on the the, – so that – I feel like leaving my house every day, I'm I'm like, my family thinks I'm so funny. So (laughs) I would extrapolate that with friends, and (laughs) they'd be like, dude, my biggest fear is, like, ghost and, like, getting hurt. And I'm like – and I'm laughing. I'm like (laughs) – they're like dude this is serious like i'm like i'm sorry dude i'm thinking of jokes as you tell me these like big thoughts of yours and i can't get them out because i'm just thinking of the joke and it's a terrible way to communicate it's annoying because like nine times out of ten i'd say a joke and it'd be like cool dude cool dude
1: cool man but
0: but i like uh, but i wanted to say like the uh I I feel like we're both that kind of person that uh you know, the center of attention thing. We uh let you if you're sitting in a group of friends and one person starts to stay a story and then someone else in the group starts a conversation with the person next to them and then somehow that conversation becomes the center, but that other person is still talking. I feel like we're the type of friends that keep eye contact with the first person and then it's yeah. just you and that other person talking. <laughs> oh, so man. like like they were the center of attention, but like I was saying, I feel like now I'm the center of attention because I'm engaging with you and I'm gonna stay engaged and be I want your attention, not the group's attention You know what I mean? Like Dude,
1: <laughs> God bless you. God bless <laughs> it. Because you know what? That hurts my pride so much and it like <laughs> makes me so just, oh man, it makes me never want to speak ever again because I feel like I'm never being listened to where like I'll start a story and then, oh man, oh, I have a couple of people in my life who I know for a fact, they will cut me off completely right in the middle of a story. And then I just kind of fucking just end up sitting there yeah. and I was like, all right, cool. I wasn't even getting to the point yet, but mm, all right. I wasn't talking. It's fine. All right. It's yes. Alright, cool. I was just telling you about how my grandmother died. Whatever, yeah, let's talk oh, about marshmallows. Man, it's cool. But you know, something stupid. Yeah. I was just
0: like are <laughs> so right.
1: They never change it to All something time. good. <laughs> no, man, it's always something dumb. Uh, at least it is in the moment. Who knows? Maybe yeah, it's I mean, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm just so butthurt about it. <laughs> what I about? Like the
0: fuck, dude. <laughs> but, but no, I'd well, you Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. no, no, you go for it, you go for it. Man. <laughs> Would you say, like, these are in the same vein as, like, the, the birthday attention seekers and the, the joke attention seekers? Like, we all have just this, we're missing it from somewhere else, and when we have an opportunity of what is deemed to be our time, because my friends, you know, Ooh, yeah. they are probably annoyed with all my jokes, but guess what, they'll be, yeah, this is Jordan, he's, funny as fuck, like, he'll try his best to make you laugh. Like, that's just what is deemed upon me. Mm-hmm. And when everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's your birthday, you know, all eyes on you. Um, we kind of feed off of that, and we, it's like, this is the only way we know how to get attention. This is how we know it's the most effective, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to go full force into it, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I... Sorry, I was swallowing. <laughs> you took a step right when I was trying to them. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I think everyone does have, you know, that inkling of attention. Everybody wants it. Like it, it's not bad to want it either. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. Like we're making fun of it a lot, but I think you know, I want attention. I don't want to be lonely. I want people to, I want people to care about me. Um, yeah. Selfishly, but it's uh yeah. I I don't know. It, it's hard to deem if, like, people really... Because I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, when's my time to shine? And when are, like, when are the times... Besides telling jokes in at inappropriate times, when is my time to shine? <laughs> um, I, it's, like... I, I, I feel like I'd have to, like, really take a deep dive. Because um, I definitely have those... I used to be, like, a very vain person. I used to, like, want attention on social media all the time and... And then you know, I let that get to my head, and and now I'm like, you know, I didn't really, I don't value those things anymore. I'm like, feel like I've like moved my moral compass enough to. That's a that's a good question, man. I don't know. I think, I think people's time to shine, is just like the we all have that like here it is the, the inkling of attention that we all want. You're and you're going through your life, and then you get a moment where there is an attention on you, and you take and you choose to seize it. Um, for others, I think it's very deliberate and it's calculated and it's planned. As in, they they know the, the people they're going to be around, and they can hang out, and they they know their the attention's going to be on them, and they're they know they they know to wait their turn. If so, you know, like they mm-hmm. know to like. It's over there, but it's going to be over here at some point. Like, they care about me. They're going to ask about me. You know, there's, like, people who are confident in that, and there's people who are – they interject every little thing to someone else's story or someone else's conversation or whatever just to add or contribute to that conversation when really the only tension people want at that moment is for you to listen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's, like, a moment of shining. I think it's like it's, like, you want to – i don't even know how to describe it uh maybe if you want to like be the center of attention be the funniest one in the group but but usually i don't know yeah i don't i don't kind of know where i'm going with this but like i will say
1: i i think i did kind of steer the conversation uh a little off track let let me let me circle it back um because we were talking about like the ego of of the birthday worshippers, mm-hmm. <laughs> of this yeah. type of
0: my two sides of the, of the mini sided cube. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like some people. And I'm thinking of one person in particular right now, and I'm not going to say anything because it is kind of you know judgy and shame on me. But you know this is the point I'm making. Yeah, get um, it. Where I know one person pretty well. That, whenever they have something going on about them, um, it's forced to know that it's about them. You know what I'm saying? Like they will, they will change every subject to tell you about what
2: they have going on, Mm -hmm.
1: or what they're doing. That's so important, and it feels like it's not. You know. two sides first side yeah good for you man i'm happy i'm happy things are going well i'm happy mm-hmm. you're getting the things you want you're achieving the things you're shooting for love it love that for you but at the same time it feels like the that attention that is not yours is and i'll bring another example into this in just a second but the attention that's not yours you feel afraid that you'll never have it and so you have to force it away from everybody else. And I think one thing that does bug me about, and this is, <laughs> we're talking about such a specific thing right now about yeah. people yeah, that but celebrate I feel their like, birthday all fucking month. It like, <laughs> guess what, dude? It is someone else's birthday the day before yours. Why are we celebrating you when it's their time now, you know? <laughs>
0: <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to think
1: about it. <laughs> like, there's uh, you like, share birthdays too, like <laughs> yeah, you share birthdays too, dude. Like I know, I've got friends who like, and I'm, I'm a part of this fucking group where there's like five of us and we all have our birthdays within like a three weeks of each other. You mm-hmm. know? Yep. That's a lot of cake. That's but, a like, lot of cake. <laughs> but kind of it's like prep. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's like, dude. I'm not going to be the one, especially because me, May 28th, guess what? I'm at the tail end of May, dude. I'm not going to be overhauling the May 7th birthday that my friend has, you know, just to make myself feel a little bit special. Yeah. I'll get my time. I know yeah. it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it, but I know it's coming. <laughs> but like... <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> No, yeah, it's I, like so. Yeah, maybe okay. at that point, take my attention. Like,
0: <laughs> you can have it. It's fine. You
1: can have it, bro.
0: <laughs> no, I I really like that what you said. Of, and I didn't even really make that correlation until now. It's maybe it's not. There are people who interrupt all the time, and I think it's because they have some kind of predictive text thing going on, and they are anticipating on what you're saying, and they can respond immediately before you finish which is a bad thing to it's annoying i wouldn't say bad mm-hmm. i'm just saying annoying um, but i i i i know someone personally and they're close to me too that it, and it it they time i'm talking about something i'm going through they they somehow rewire it into something that they have experienced or gone through in a way to relate to me and i don't mm-hmm. At first, the sentimental's great. Like, when we talk, and I I want to I wanna relate to you, especially if I have experience being like, hey, I, I want to validate you on coming to me, so let me tell you this little story to kind of help you paint the picture of who you're talking to. So, like, you maybe can take my advice, though, like, in a different route. Because if you didn't know I went through that, and I was just listening, like, you could be thinking in your head, I'm telling someone who has never been there, I'm just venting. But at that point, maybe if you know I'm going through something, we can... You can be like, okay, well, how did you feel on when this specific thing happened? You get more in depth and like get better advice, and that I think is really healthy. So I always try to sympathize with personal events, but I make sure that that focus stays on them. Like, you know, I'm asking, like, this is how I dealt. Like you said, you're going through this. This is the event that happened in my life. Keep it brief. I can relate because, and then this is how I felt. Did it make you feel that way? How did? How were your? You know, you you rewire it where it's like. All of the focus is still on them. You just want to help yep. them get more information. To, and it's like, and on the contrary, someone who doesn't do that just makes it about them and then goes like, yeah, isn't that sucky? Like, isn't that sucky at the end of it? Like, you're like, and like, it's like a pity party and no one yeah. is like helping. And it's like, dude, I just told you I was going through something. And all you did was talk about yourself. Like, yep, <laughs> and, and a lot of people don't make the connection of that. Like, they don't realize it. I, I they don't know they're people, doing it. I've yeah. called people out several times of being, and, and not in a rude way, just in conversation. I've, I've, I've literally looked at my friend and was like, Hey, I, I know you're trying to relate right now, but like, can you stop talking about yourself or like, you know, stop doing it that way. I, at, right now, if you're, if you, if you can't do it, they like, just listen. And I'm like, you know, it was, it was weird, but it, it got, I set a boundary and I was like really happy about it. And it went really, I think it was understandable. And I, but I don't, people don't realize they're even doing it. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, "Help!" I'm talking to you. I'm like helping you. I'm like, yes, but that's not all you're talking about is yourself and like how you feel so bad and how you did it. And, like, and I'm like, yeah, that's all great, but I'm sorry. I'm not thinking about you right now. I know, and that's the selfish thing on, you know, it's just a moment when you're being vulnerable and someone just keeps like, oh, I went through this. It's the one upper. Maybe that's another It's the one upper. Yeah, maybe it's it the, the one upper. And I, I think that's the conclusion I think I just made is the it's the one upper that is like, oh, I'm going through this. And they're like, oh, well, I went through that like months ago. Let me tell you about it. And you're like, I didn't ask, but OK. Like, <laughs> ask. A lot of the things in conversations, Dude. you're going to realize how much people talk about themselves when you didn't ask. And I think that's a big flag of like how to deem if someone's really interested in you, not just in a romantic sense. I just mean in general, like if they are like you as a person, they're going to. Ask questions about what's going on. Go go yep. hang out with one of your friends. Maybe, not like, don't do this, but, like, just in general. <laughs> like, We're don't... vetting them out, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, don't, like, go test your friends, but, like, just in general, maybe take a, a back seat one day and just think about how many things people tell you about themselves that you didn't ask for and how many things you won't say because they didn't ask you. You yep. know? And you'll realize that you'll know your friends a lot more than you know they know you if that's – if if you're going to shut down and not tape anything unless they ask, because then people
1: like, <laughs> you know how many times, you know how many fucking times I've had to tell people, you know, I've told somebody like, so, Oh yeah, I've got this going on. Or I told them, so yeah, I've got these plans for Saturday. I'm going to be doing this really cool thing. Uh, you should come. It's like, why didn't you tell me about this sooner? I was like, well, you never gave me a chance to ask, right? You never gave
2: me a chance to tell you. <laughs> like... You can shut Dude, your I goddamn
1: was...
0: mouth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, you want to talk about being like the third wheel to watching this stuff happen? Where um, I was with these two people and one of my one of my buddies, he was like, he was digging deep. While he was having this very vulnerable moment and he was telling us about all of this stuff that he had going on. Like all this stuff that was fucking with his head and the other person there like i wasn't saying a fucking word i was just like yeah man like tell me more okay cool what about this what about that the other person is just like fucking well you know what uh that makes me feel like this and the way you do this to me it's like made all this like this trauma dumping that this person's trying to do who's Mm -hmm. trying to open up which much needed by the way Mm -hmm. you know congrats to them for even taking the shot yep but the 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 company wasn't right because the company, in turn, made their trauma their problem. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like, I well, do. you going through all this makes me feel like a piece of shit. And I was like, well, that's not the fucking point here, dude. That's, like, let's that's fucking pity. Yeah, guess not what? The if answer. we work through <laughs> that shit, we can work through your shit. Like, that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Give people the fucking the fucking poetry snaps. Hear them out, even if it's dumb. You know, and still fucking with them. If what you deem as stupid and unworthy of listening, that is a big deal to somebody else. You know, absolutely. Like I've got my fucking, I've got my problems, big and small, and like little things, dude. I am, I get upset and I get hurt by some trivial matters, man. I get fucking worked up over the smallest little things that mean absolutely nothing. And when people tell me, like, that's stupid, bruh, like, what do you mean? It's not stupid to me. Come mm-hmm, on.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not stupid to me, and it's not stupid just, in general, because I'm feeling away. Like, my feelings just, are valid. I'm just in general. Let me fucking feel it, dude. <laughs> Just let me fucking go on. I think that's the worst, too, is, like, when people try to relate to you, and then they end up, dismissing your problem because they think theirs is so much worse uh that they're like you know i i've been in several and i and i'm guilty of this too i i was young and i had to kind of navigate how i thought about things as well but um like like coming up and, and saying something very traumatic or opening up maybe not just like coming out of the blue and saying it but like <laughs> warrants a conversation something's brought up and then uh I don't know. You just you get. Oh, what was I saying? God damn it. Uh, hell yeah. Circle back, Martin. <laughs> Come on, buddy. You got this. Um, I, I just I believe I get, in you. I know. I'm just. I. I got so. I got so fired up, and I had a million thoughts a mile.
2: <laughs> oh god. That's a lot of thoughts.
0: That's a lot of thoughts. Uh, so I, I'm just. But I just get so fired up because I'm so I'm so annoyed when when people do that thing where they they think that they're trumping you, and then them trumping you is helping you because you're like you're just gonna magically be like, oh well, well you went through it worse. Thank God I I'm not going through that. That was so helpful. Thank you so much. I appreciate oh, that. Man. It's like what did you expect from me- you dismissing that problem because you went through something that you that you personally, not in reality, deem more significant than someone else's experience because the thing that i hate and i and i it's kind of child psychology that's acting like a child so you're gonna have to tr- tr- you know bring it up and treat that person with child psychology it's like <laughs> little kids like crayons with
1: crayons but
0: exactly take some take you steal a little kid's toy off the playground nothing like that has happened to that kid up until that moment and it he's like oh he just freaks out and he starts crying right Yep. To you, you're like, I just took your toy. Calm down. You're cognizant. You're a developed person. You have the understanding that that experience does not warrant you crying. But that little yep. kid, it's the first time it's ever happened. him. they're going to have to learn that something like that is manageable and dealable. That doesn't, that, that doesn't end you know, when, in your 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s. Like, that is always happening. You grant it as you get older, you experience less new experiences in your life. But for yep. someone to have a traumatic experience, hey, I'm feeling this way, it's making me crazy, and for you to trump that is is devalidating. Like, that could be the first time they're ever experiencing that emotion and or problem and significant event in their life. To them, it's a huge deal. It's like the thing that they're thinking about 24-7. <laughs> and you just went, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it. I went through a lot worse. <laughs> so, like, you just, like, <laughs> granted, I'm not saying every problem, you can you can relate and not think it's a a bad problem you know i can think i'd like wow this is a stupid problem but i'm not gonna tell people that uh not because i'm dishonest but because my opinion on the subject is not it's not needed it's like yeah my opinion of this and judging it is not helpful so i'm not going to i'm gonna leave judgment out of it and just talk to you like this experience i'm gonna put as much effort into the meaning and how i present Talking in vulnerability as as you present it to me. So if you come up and it's yeah. super serious, no matter what that problem is, I'm going to be super serious with you. If you come up to me and it's a really big problem, but you treat it lightheartedly, I'm going to try to treat it lightheartedly as well. Yep. And I I respond to that energy because people deal with trauma in different ways. I'm not always going to be serious or always trying to be funny in those situations. I've learned to adapt <laughs> to I'm talking to, <laughs> and I. Maybe and that all seems very natural, but I still like to this day, almost in our thirties, talking to people who like this is a foreign concept to them,
1: and I and like it's because it, they've s- never heard anything about it before, man. <laughs> I'm like it's it's so wild to me that no one has. When I'm talking to people and then I call them out on something that is bothering me, and they're so shell shocked by it. And they're like no one's ever told me this before. I'm like, well, no fucking wonder. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it's like you're so comfortable in in your ways, and you've never been told, hey, this makes me feel like shit. Um, that you think it's okay, and no fault on your own. Like, yeah. you don't know that you're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. You really don't. You don't know you're make, you're kind of hurting other people's feelings doing this shit. But no one's ever said, hey, be better. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. And it blows their fucking mind. It's like. It's like helping your, like, kid brother out on a video game that they're stuck on, mm-hmm. you know, where you've you've powered through it and you've learned how to deal with it. And other people have explained it to you on how to figure out this certain puzzle. Mm-hmm. And when my little brother comes up to me, he's like, hey, I'm stuck. I can't get past this part. And then I just, with ease, just get through it. And they're like, how in the fuck did you do that? You know, they're just... <laughs> eyes open (laughs) and i was like oh yeah no one's ever like let me show you how to do it (laughs) like let me show you the way (laughs) good lord man be the people that was like (laughs) let me let me pick on my friend skylar really quick where like um i think i said this a few weeks ago but like uh we were at work and she didn't feel like doing something and so she asked me to do it for her, but instead of just asking me straight up, hey, can you do this for me? She kind of gave me like a little guilt trip about it. Yeah, took you on to try and like To try and like do it out of pity for her. And I was like, dude, uh, she's like, hey, my you body, know, my, my I've been out standing up all day. like My back really hurts. My feet are killing me. I really don't want to walk <laughs> up those stairs and grab this. I was like, hey, don't guilt trip me like that in order to get things that you want. I will gladly do something for you if you just ask me, you know, nicely. Got it's no problem that. doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like when you when you hit me with that little guilt trip, it reminds me of my mother and I don't like it. So, yeah. And she's like, no one's ever told me that before. I was like, well, you know, it's just something I've noticed and I think you should know. So, mm-hmm. hey. And everything went so smooth after that, baby. Yeah. Yep. But like, it's, it's, Lord. Yeah. The ego, it, and we've been on we've been on the ego train for a hot couple of weeks now, for a hot I, month.
0: I think we're coming to terms with we're not destroying our ego, but we talked about humility. And now we're talking about like what we deem as annoying, but also we're doing those things as well. So it's like you know, it's like am I being annoying now? <laughs> like uh, yeah, for real. It's I'm 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 trying to humbly destroy the ego to the extent in which I'm you know I want to still be a confident, comfortable in my skin. Uh, mm-hmm. person who learns to adapt and, and is always learning. Um,
1: but I, but, uh, but I'm not I, trying to be a dick about it. But <laughs> yeah,
0: like, but, I, but I also, like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to be a dick about it. I don't want to. That was a dramatic pause. I like that. <laughs> uh, I don't, I, yeah, I just don't, I've learned that uh, the way, the best interaction and and how I feel comfortable is just showing people that I care. And I think a lot of people don't have that. I shouldn't say a lot. Um, There is a specific person who doesn't have that aspect of them where they care because they're a little narcissistic and they're egocentric, egocentric, which narcissism is, I'm not talking about the diagnosed narcissistic person. Um, I can't really speak on that. I'm not educated enough to, I I understand what narcissism is, but I I wouldn't know like a clinically based diagnosed narcissist and how they think, but I'm thinking of just the person who's full of themselves and just makes everything about them. Um, you can be a funny person. You can be a person that people like, but I feel like when you leave, and I'm not trying to create anxiety. I'm just – this is the way I would think about it is whenever I leave, people are going to talk about me in the real way because people are mm-hmm. cowards. They're not going to tell you up front. They're going to, like, judge you and, like, you know, talk to you behind your back. And, like, the way I feel like I can mediate that is if – it's not necessarily I care about what people say. It's just whenever I leave the situation, I go, well, oh. I showed up. I was a happy person. And I showed people I cared. And the way I did that is I listened to them. I asked about their, either their day. You know, I I was engaged with them. I was polite. It was nice. And I leave. And I don't think I leave any room for them to think of me as a bad person. I don't do that so they don't think I'm a bad person. I do that because it makes me comfortable. And then yep. when I leave, that perception of me is I hopefully – they wow, that, I had a great conversation. They seemed really engaged. Whether or not they like me, that's a different circumstance because sometimes personalities don't mesh, and that's not a, that's not a fault to ours. That's just our chemistry's not there. It's hard to take that in, but rejection, you know, I'm okay with it. Um, but my my respect, the respect of my ego is still there. Where I'm still, I know, I know personally, I can say I was nice, polite, engaged, and focused. Uh, so, like, they can talk about what say anything that they say they want. But when I look back on it, I I can have those qualities that I that I was in my head and know for certain and be confident in that. And I feel like a lot of people don't think about that as a as a as like a whole big picture like that. I think people are so they get caught up in the moments and they want to be the funny person in the moment and and like moments happen you know sparsely and in between. So they have their few moments, but in those moments they're good. But the rest of the time they're just egocentric and so when you leave most of the time they're going to have like a couple of good thoughts about you that, that was really funny ah uh, but like you know all i do is talk about his uh you know freaking projects he's got going on yeah. like or you know i i don't i know that's a weird example but that's kind of the way i would think about it and i and i hate that like i don't want to be like <laughs> that person that is when people leave they go they talked about himself the whole time like <laughs> just that something like that bugs me maybe it's a i don't think that's people pleasing i don't think that that's a form of me conforming to other people because i still don't care what they think of me but i like care that i maintain my own set of social standards right i think that's cool right. and i don't not everyone's social standards are the same uh and nor do i judge what they are but I, I, I just feel like, I just it, yeah, those, it, it, I want to just easily say that those egocentric people are annoying, and I don't want to be like that, but I think that's just, it's not, it's too vague, it's too judgy, it's not the way I look at it, because I have my moments of being fucking egocentric myself, like, call it what it is, when I'm upset and I'm feeling some type of way, it does feel like the world revolves around me, and yep. other people's actions deliberately are towards me and take personally even though they're not and i'm not like that on a daily basis it's just if i'm going through something i for some reason think that this problem exceeds all other importance and that extrapolates over my friends lives too not to the extent where they carry it or anything but i'm like oh i'm upset can you be upset with me a little bit and i don't say that verbally but that's the feeling i get you know like, <laughs> yeah, it's that feeling of you're upset and your friend comes Hey, how are you doing? And you're like, I'm not doing too well. And they're like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. See ya. And you're like, <laughs> fuck you, man. Like, why are you so happy right now? It's like annoying, but like, I'm not, you know, i mean, it's like a selfish hatred. It's not really there, but I don't, that's kind of, I don't know. That's a like a weird thought, but I, it's kind of the way I think about it or have thought about it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about like the death to your ego? What does that mean to you? Like,
1: well, let's see, I feel like my ego being constantly on the fence of knowing that having some ego is important to me. Because, and I'm using ego as in like the, the, I believe in myself and I know I'm good at things. I know I'm, you know, the, the build myself up ego. Mm -hmm. Tearing it down means to me means that I ain't shit in comparison to, you know, to any one person and I have to have that room in order to... I don't know. It's weird. It's like I need to, in order to feed my ego sometimes, I have to be humble. You know, it's weird. It's like this weird catch 22. Like I can't be humble when I have this ego, but I can't have this ego without,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah without
1: showing some humility to people. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I take pride and it builds up my ego knowing that I make people feel good and I make people laugh and I make people feel loved. And when I don't do that, it busts me down you know it makes me feel like I'm not the person I think I am and whenever I do do that stuff it's like hell yeah I'm fucking an awesome friend hell yeah I'm a great fiance hell yeah I'm this I'm that Mm -hmm. and I think that's a good ego to have don't get me wrong because I'm putting these other people above myself in order for me to feel good and I'm selfishly In a way, you know, probably in the back of my mind, it might stem from that. I'm selfishly making people feel good so I can feel good. And who knows the parameters that that comes with. But, I don't know. That's... Yeah. It's something I've been wrestling over. It's It's so hard to define. It's so hard to... It's
0: hard to define and it's hard to balance because anytime someone says, like, man, like, you need to get rid of your ego, it's always a negative sense. It's always, like, you're full of yourself. It's always but you need it to actively you need an ego to be productive you do like yeah. you need you need somewhat of pride in yourself you need somewhat of belief in yourself that you are a capable human <laughs> to do things and progress and take action but it, it, yeah it's like yeah humility i guess is the pairing that's the humility versus ego is balancing that teeter totter uh I, yeah, yeah, I, I guess I, I totally agree with you. I think I think we're all like <laughs> it's the battle of day to day Ugh. I think my ego is manageable. There's moments where I think it gets the best of me and I'm not saying I look like a fool but to yeah. myself I do. To myself and like I can feel it. I acknowledge and I'm very aware of when those moments are, are happening. Um Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to really like kind of <laughs> sum up my thoughts for like my final thought about this because this got kind of this got really interesting to me. Uh, thinking about
1: honestly, I think you did a solid
0: job. <laughs> oh, oh, I think thank you. Oh, you're thank welcome. You. I, I've been reading a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been reading. Let me tell you about my books.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think you
2: i think you wrapped it up
1: pretty fucking nicely honestly like it's it's given me a lot to think about to be honest with you and i'll probably text you about it tomorrow <laughs> you know <Fuck> like yeah <laughs> fuck yeah it's my homework but i don't know you got any last little things you all set
0: um food for thought um food for thought. be engaged i think that's what i think my, I think what I got out of a lot of this is, and what I came to realization is just be engaged. I think being the center of attention has its moments, um, but I think that should come with being engaged in the moment. I don't think it should be manufactured. Yep. I don't think you should force it. I don't think you should uh, actively make it a mission to be the center of attention. Your moment's going to come. But I think just having attention comes with being engaged, and that's kind of like my... I think that would be my final thought. So, uh, take that for as your as your little uh, honey in the tea today. Your little honey in the tea. But uh, yeah, you can uh, you can follow us. Uh, (laughs) 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 That's true. That's true. You are engaged. (laughs) Uh, You can follow me at creation underscore of Martin. You can follow that man over there at Jordan Hooter underscore. You can follow the podcast at almost cool pod. Um, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, just want to say, hey, uh, any of those, please uh, write into the email at almostcoolpod at gmail at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty confident. Well, we'll be we'll be we'll be back. You can count on it. for okay. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think we have way more juicy topics to discuss, and I don't think yeah, this dude, will be the last time. Fresh squeezed,
1: comments. ultra juicy.
0: Oh, why wasn't if if we knew juicy topics was going to be our thing, which I don't know what that means, but <laughs> if that was going to be our thing, our podcast, could have been called freshly squeezed.
1: Oh, dude. I know ripe right <laughs> peak of season oh lord but uh, we love oh, you man. everybody oh man yeah thank y'all so much and uh yeah y'all have a good one we'll see you next time goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird, what a weird...